What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can present you with the information that you need to possibly get rich. I'm half the team here, Jose Burgos. I got my man Ben Mercedes here in the house, and we're here to take another trip down Bitcoin Road. Bitcoin Road, man. How's everything, brother? Bitcoin Road, 48 grand. 40. <laughs> You're just going to start right off the road. 48 grand. 48 grand. It's, huh? it's down to like 45 right now. That's okay. Um, but we've been saying this, man. Yeah. We're like, yo, is is Elon Musk and Tesla going to buy Bitcoin before or after we take over their market cap? Yeah. Well, let, let's rewind a little bit. And let's tell the <laughs> let's tell the, yeah. the new the newer people to Bitcoin what happened. Okay. Uh, so, Bitcoin's market cap has been increasing on like the top global chart where it's bypassing small countries and bypassing really large American companies now in terms of market cap. So, like money that's in, invested in it. And so we've been saying, when is Elon going to buy Bitcoin? Uh, a few weeks later, he then puts one word in his bio and it's hashtag Bitcoin. Yeah. And the price goes wild. Yeah. And then <laughs> Michael Saylor has his event that we've been talking about. And the event is basically uh, how do corporate treasury and corporate companies take Bitcoin and put it basically in their company on their financials. Right. That's big. Uh, as a store of value. Yeah. Right. So Michael Saylor does that with his company, uh, MicroStrategy, with a billion dollars worth, and now he has a lot more than that. Yeah, um, he basically made the blueprint. He made the blueprint, and then he did a webinar, and they had over like 2,000 <laughs> people signed up. That's insane. And guess where Not they were from? Not just regular people. Guess either. where they were from? Yeah. Tesla. Yeah. And big companies like that. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah a lot of chatter. Uh, they're saying Oracle's going to buy next, but now it, the, the conversation is when the top five companies buy the way tesla bought yeah that gives us a one hundred thousand dollar bitcoin right and the reason for that Bro. is because they're buying right we talk about bitcoin being like gold and being a scarce asset so they're buying the amount that's available at a very high mm -hmm. you know fluctuating frequency there there was a, a reddit post i don't know you know was it true or false but they talked about how tesla would buy and basically it was like every few seconds they were buying coins yeah and if there was a one percent or two percent dip they would buy more on the dip that's insane but i heard yeah. a similar strategy i think with micro strategy on their approach or some yeah. other some other approach uh, yeah. some other whale approach um i think what i'm interested but, yeah. in that is that they do it quietly uh because as like elon said like they could just say one word and the price will go nuts facts he's been saying dodgecoin the past two weeks and it's gone nuts. Haven't been following oh, the dots. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I know it's it, yo, going the, big, but the first night it went to eight. It went from like two to eight cents. Yeah, in a span of like a half a day, which or is maybe huge. A day, which is huge. That's like six hundred percent gain. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you were in so turn one <laughs> to six. Yeah, you know what I mean. Interesting. Like, yeah. Easy and, math. And that's the network effect, and I, I guess you know, just like all currencies, it's all a network related thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the more people believe in it. Yeah. Well. That was happening. The Dogecoin thing was happening simultaneously when the uh, Wall Street bets Reddit stocks were going on. Right. So they started halting and basically limiting people's ability to buy options and buy stocks. Yeah. On a bunch of apps. So Dogecoin was almost like the next public pump, and it just gained a lot of traction, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody on my social media is talking about that or was. Yeah. Uh, and just about crypto and investing now. It's like. So you think, it, do you think it was a statement thing? Like basically like, okay, y'all can kick us out of your ball game, which is the stock market, but you can't the, kick us out of this the, ball game. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Winklevoss guys, um, Jason Williams, all these guys, yeah. they were saying like, you know, they only control the game because they control the money. 
Let's yeah, just, absolutely. Let's yeah. just leave the game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know what I, I like mean? That. That's yeah. the whole idea of Bitcoin. Yeah. Like and cryptocurrency as, dog, a, gas, as a whole. Gas prices are going up. House prices going up. keep going up. Like I'm done with this game. I went to the bank today. Yeah. Trying to deposit like a large amount of money and like yeah, you know, pay my credit card statement, whatever. Yeah. From, from the trip and like the bank's like, oh no, you need an appointment. For what? <laughs> to, just to get in, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's unsettling. That's happened to me before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or just, like, the the idea of, like, the bank has my money, and what happens if the bank just disappears one day? Yeah, yeah. You oh, feel me? Like, oh, that stuff happens in other countries. What happened in Cyprus, right, in 2009. Right? That stuff's going on right now in, I think it's, like, a third world country. I saw it on Twitter. But a woman yeah. was like, hey, my mother has her entire life savings, and they're... ATMs have shortages of money and banks aren't like opening something along something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, and it was like we're you know we're scared that they're going to lose their life's work. Yeah, and, their, and that, their life's store of value. And I think and, and it's <sighs> happened before, right in Cyprus, Thanks. like you said. Um, but I think that's the selling point or the marketing campaign for for Bitcoin. I, I think <laughs> it's just one of those things where yeah. I think here in the U.S. we take super advantage of the fact that we have these services. Yeah. Where in other parts of the world, I think we need to see Bitcoin more like other parts of the world see Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's something that I've been on lately a lot because right. you know we we you know we yapped about in previous episodes about how you know we got Cash App and we got Cash Back and we got the two percent and we're mm-hmm. able to flip them into this and we're able to do all these tricky things with stacking sets and i've been in clubhouse conversations with people around the world that are like lucky you yeah like i could barely even buy this thing and when i have it i have to like use it as currency because of the way things are down here Mm -hmm. and i think we forget that especially as americans super spoiled so yeah um resources man i'm with you man i i you know anybody listening you know we always tell you guys we're not financial advisors but pay your bills and then try to figure out a way how to turn this into, you know, something different. Bitcoin is obviously our preference of choice. Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot of people sitting on their couch making money just flipping mm-hmm. stocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's important for people to know. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the Michael Saylor thing gives us an opportunity to be able to what they call front, I believe, to be able to front these billionaires. Right. So in theory, how it works, guys, is if. I own a piece of this and they're coming in and buying a lot of this. Since I fronted them, I immediately just become more wealthy because they bought so much of this rare asset. Is, mm-hmm. is that is that what fronting a, a billionaire for say is? Is that the meaning behind it? Uh, I've never thought about the term. Oh, okay. But I mean, in, in, in my eyes, like people have been saying Bitcoin is the only, has been the only asset that you can buy before the billionaires have. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, we're still early to the game. Yeah. I keep telling people that. Like, yeah, that's a, uh, I keep getting that question. Am well, I too late? No, bro. So, yeah. so the, I mean, the, I think it was one of the episodes we did previously. Yep. Um, there's an, what was it? Jan's article that he talked about where he was like, yeah. or the comparison they brought up where it was like the, the year 1995 and the 2000 tech boom. Right. Right. Where this guy kind of gave up and he was like, you know, you know, they, they've been saying we're going to be on Expedia and book travel on the internet and all these <laughs> things. And they were how many years into the internet and that stuff still hadn't come to fruition. Right. Like we're still on the early adoption curve, bro. This is yeah. like, this is like internet before even we were getting the AOL discs. Yeah. Yeah. You feel yeah. Me? And like people, yeah. th- people think we're like, we're past cassette tapes and like right. CD drives in like length time. Like, no, we're still so early to the party. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I agree with that. Um, so. I, I like to say that I didn't get, uh, we're recording right on this. Yeah. All right. 
Sorry, we got to make sure this is legit, guys. We don't want to be doing any extra takes. But <laughs> I like to think about, um, like, I wasn't old enough to be able to enjoy the early days of the internet, right? Did like, you have the AOL disc? Of course. I, I think okay. every household in America. Do you, do you remember that sound? <laughs> yeah. Well, the what? Welcome. The, the, the AOL Connect. Uh, the oh, noises the, that it made before. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the modem communicator. I can hear that clear as day in my head. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think a lot of people, maybe even a lot of these listeners don't know the struggle. But yeah, our our landlines uh-huh. had to communicate with the internet and talk in this weird like TCP language. IP language. It's like a fax machine language. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember, but when um when somebody in your house used to pick up the other phone, yep. they used to just cut Glitch. you off. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah, we've that, come a long that, way. That's where we're at with Bitcoin. But even before that, the internet before that, like yeah. I wasn't old enough to get it. I got on on AOL, right? Yeah, that, yeah. And, and that was like the intro to social media. That yeah. was like the intro to that world, right? Where yeah, you could yeah. be in rooms with other people. But yeah. there was an internet before that and I yeah. wasn't old enough. Chat rooms were wild, bro. Those chat rooms were vicious. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of Clubhouse. We're going to get to Clubhouse a little later, yeah, but it yeah. kind of reminds me of Clubhouse in a sense. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that this time around, Bitcoin is so fun to me because like you said, it's early. Yeah. And I think I finally get to like get that $1 Disney stock, right? Like that, 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 that access $1, to- that $45,000 Disney stock. Yeah. I've heard people even say compare it to land, right? Like it's like buying yeah. a piece Acres. of New York. Facts. Right. It, Have it, you seen it, Earth 2.0? Hit me. No. <laughs> All right. Shout out to my man, Giancarlo. Hey, All right. shout out. Um, he put me on Earth 2.0, and it's a virtualized world where you can buy real estate. So you pull up Worcester, Mass. You can buy. I, I was trying to buy. So I'm thinking, okay, what's the most valuable piece of land in Worcester? Yeah. I thought of the new ballpark that they're building. Yeah. I think someone already bought that. I think my boy did. Yeah. Um, I thought of <laughs> I thought of uh, the, the spot in Kelly Square. Yeah. Right. The whole new strip with the market, the yeah, Western Market, the peanut. Um, that I thought of like City Hall and then like Salisbury Street, and a lot of those were already taken. Yeah. And the same thing with big cities. So the idea is that it's virtual real estate where you buy it and you sell it, almost like a stock. How does that work though? Like who the, who's handling the exchange? I don't know, but I I saw a rumor. Well, it's uh, the company handles it. Okay. I guess. Um, so when you buy land, like your name is on that. Like if I click a spot and you own it, then yeah. I'm, I'm going to see it's Jose Burgos and you can have That's whatever insane. picture you want. It's I, this whole I, NFT virtual world, man. Oh, the NFTs are insane. Okay. That's a different so way. So it's like, it's like a real estate NFT. Check this out. But in a real space. That's dope. Yeah. This is another dope thing that I heard of NFTs. So the guy was like, yo, these are two examples. So he was like, imagine, you know, you're, you're about my age. You remember yeah. the, the, the holographic Charizard. Oh. Okay. Do I remember? Yeah. <laughs> I come just had on, to make sure. Come on, man. So the so the guy was like, imagine having the holographic Charizard, and there's only fifty of them, mm-hmm. and this one is digital. So this one actually has like a holographic motion where like he's like yeah. blowing fire, right? Well, that's a dope idea. And you could just buy this one. Buy and there's it. only how much like, is it? I'm about to buy it. <laughs> and there's only like twenty of them that exist. Wait, is this real? No, this was an example that he okay. gave, beating that whoever has the license for Pokemon, Nintendo, whoever yeah. can basically go into this market by selling these things on NFTs. Crazy. And there's only fifteen in the world. Dog, that that's gonna roll out in a few years. This is another example that yeah. I think is dope for a sports fan. So, somebody got a uh, a Michael Jordan rookie card. Yeah. And basically got the video and made like a GIF of him going up for the dunk. Yeah, and this GIF just keeps resetting, and it's literally uh, like a interactive Michael Jordan rookie card. Crazy, and there's bro. only like 20 of them that exist in the world. Crazy transactions happen on the blockchain. This dude Jason Williams be posting stuff, and yeah. it'd be like these cartoon graphics. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Yo, I just sold this for any. I don't know if he said an Ethereum or like just something like that." Like, yeah, hashes. I think they call it. Like they sell them for hashes yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't I don't know. It's a, it's whole a new, different ball game. It's a whole new industry. Yeah, it's a whole new income stream. Pretty much, but that that's all happening on the blockchain. Dude, if, there's, if you see a holographic Charizard, 
<laughs> Please let me know. I will buy it. The, the kids will be like, whoa. Especially yo, if it's real. They, they, we still will get them Pokemon cards. Oh, yeah, like they yeah. They'd be trading over Skype. Yeah, we were just, I was just watching Pokemon Face with the big guy upstairs. Yeah, it, yeah, it's dope. I didn't know about yeah. the Skype thing. That's crazy. They'd, um, they'd, be, they'd be battling over, over FaceTime. The next right. generation. These kids right. are nuts. But the Pokemon cards are still in for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So back yo, to yo, the, the games are dope too. Not for huh? nothing. The games are dope too. I haven't played any of the new games. Yeah. We got a problem. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nintendo has everybody like <laughs> they just keep re-releasing stuff Mario over and Kart. over. And, and you're gonna roll with it. And you, yeah. you teach it to your kids and they teach it to their kids. They nailed that whole system. Yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, big week for Bitcoin, Microsoft conference. The biggest one day increase. Yeah. Um, 20%. Elon tweeted. Uh, uh yeah. and, and Elon uh, was a Tesla 1.5 bill. 1.5 billion. All right, guys. Now, this is different than just $1.5 billion going in the stock market. Remember, they can print as much fiat as they want. This is $1.5 billion of buying... 19 million coins in circulation. 19 million coins. And there's only oh so much available, so that caused it to go. I think I went to bed at 38 when Elon's... <laughs> when the Tesla message went out, he uh, it went up to, what, like 48? I think that day, was it? It topped at, like, I think 48.5. That's insane. That's a network effect and a half. Bro. But that just shows to goes to show that it's a rare asset. Like Bro. this is one. It's just a supply and demand issue. Yeah. So what I was talking about earlier when it comes to fronting the billionaires is I I don't have enough money to basically compete with these guys in stock market game, mm -hmm. right? Because it's it's obvious. It's just right. the numbers don't add up. But now if I own something that they want and they buy in and there's less of it, mm -hmm. you came just, up. Just for sleeping. Yeah, yeah, you came up. I think you posted. What was it? You posted the numbers on, on how much people came up on that day. Was it like eight grand if you have a coin and get those numbers up. Yeah, it was uh, eight grand if you had a coin. Yeah. I mean, you could have sold at that top. Yeah. Um, and made eight grand if you don't had a coin, coins, which guys. is like, don't, don't sell, your sell your coins. <laughs> um, unless you're trading, right? Yeah. That's another conversation. Different pot. That's a whole different conversation. We can have that combo. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. 20% if you didn't have a whole coin. Yeah. So whatever you put ten in, you got two. You put a thousand in, you got two hundred. Yeah. In one day. Insane. Because yeah. someone bought, and so yeah, that's Tesla. Once Facebook buys in, Apple buys. In. Apple has two hundred billion dollars. Doesn't Oracle got like thirty four on hand? Oracle has like thirty four billion on hand, bro. <laughs> B B billion. <laughs> like there's a there's a cartoon graphic that I post in my group and on my Facebook too. Um, but it's like it's a person next to a million dollars. Yeah. And the million dollars looks like this four book stack in front of us. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, I don't know, a hundred million dollars is like maybe books the size of this room, and then it shows a billion, and a billion is like this entire neighborhood. That's insane. Like the amount of money. So once these companies start saying, oh, you know, I'm gonna put Two percent, like I should know Tesla's uh, market cap and what they have in cash on hand. That yep. way we can compare yeah. that one point five billion to like their total worth. Yeah. Um. But once these companies start putting five ten percent in, yeah, or one to ten percent, like whoever holds this is just gonna come up. We're gonna see two hundred fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be insane. And to think that you know a, a lot of us at least you know bought in early, right? Yeah. So it's like to see it go to two fifty yeah. when this was. You know, speculation at best. You yeah. Know, I mean, last year before the the pandemic, what was it? It was like three grand. It went down to about three grand. It, a coin. It went down to thirty eight hundred bucks. Thirty eight hundred bucks. Imagine that. Ain't that something? So, I, that's when I started buying again. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know if you follow Preston Fizz. Uh, 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 um, sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I really enjoy his, his his numbers wise or whatever. But he he was basically just saying that we they keep 
people keep like you know the graphs that you see and the charts that you see people keep sharing those things but they're basing those on the wrong numbers they're basing those on traditional investment numbers and stuff like that yeah. and how graphs work but what he was basically saying is is they're not adding to the equation the fact that this is a scarcity asset this isn't like you can't treat it the same way because basically what he's saying is it's about to go parabolic mm-hmm more than anybody's guessing mm-hmm. because they keep leaving the key component out and that is that this thing is running out they mm-hmm. only make so oh so many of these at a time mm-hmm. for those of you guys that we always like to remind you guys there's only mm-hmm. ever going to be 21 million and they don't exist right now there isn't 21 million out there that you can actually get it's years to come so there could be a point like you said when these guys mm-hmm. start dropping five percent in that Dude, There's not going to be any available. People are buying this. And I mean, I'm sending, like, I'm in my Telegram group. I, I sent the message out. I was like, yo, we'll just put 100 million worth in cold storage. Yeah. It's a way for good. <laughs> that means there's less of them available. <laughs> if you need a comparison, just think about gold and think about it running out at some point where they yeah. say that the planet is going to run out of gold eventually. Pers- yeah. As I told you about in a previous episode yo, about there's, asteroids. There's, uh, there's a lot of bootleg gold. I can imagine. Bro, that's it's I think it's more popular than ever now. It's like mixed, right? Like they basically dilute it, like if it was crack or something like that. Bro, that's that's this is why I like I'm not a physical metal guy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like I don't want to play this this right. counterfeit game. I don't want to hold that. I don't A, I don't want to hold that. I don't want to yeah. liquidate that. Yeah. And I don't want to play that game. Right. And then if I really need it, like I really like if I really needed it and things were crazy, like how do you you can't liquefy that. Right. With Bitcoin, I just turn on my phone, bro. Yeah, and you can send it, you can own it, you can store it. Um, yeah, it's truly incredible. Man. It's like it. But yeah. we need to be, you know, us typical people need to be able to get in front of these guys to be able to automatically generate wealth. Because it's yeah. not a matter of now anymore. It's not a matter of if, it's when yeah. these guys get in. Yeah. And they're doing it in the background. I think the Tesla one was... Um, <laughs> You know, speculated in early January that they actually bought this in. Yeah, and Elon was just been pumping up Dogecoin. Just playing around. Uh, and, and the reason... He, he who controls the memes runs the world. <laughs> Elon's another, <laughs> he, Elon has to be an alien. We talked about that before. He's but legit. He, he's legit. insane. But it, it's, it's one of those things where, like, they do it quietly so they can lock in these prices. Mm-hmm. But, you know... To think the same the same way Elon did it, the same yeah. way Michael Saylor did it, which is early on and then announce it like a month later, mm-hmm. Oracle could be doing it right now, right? For sure. Square could be doing it right now. For sure. Uh, th- there's so many Twi- people that could Twitter's, buy in. Twitter CFO is talking about how to pay employees in Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It, you know, every CFO has pressure on them right now in their board meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Tesla bought 1.5 billion of Bitcoin. What are you guys doing? They set the bar. If yeah. I was... The last job I was at, they were doing twenty million a year. Yeah, and they have board meetings. Yeah, and if I'm on the board, I'm asking the CEO, "What are you guys doing about Bitcoin? What the hell's happening? Yeah, how come we don't got a piece? How much of this? cash do you have in the bank? Yeah, yeah, as as an as in a network effect because it's undeniable now. Like yeah. you know, before it was a risk, but when Elon Te- Tesla de-risked Bitcoin. Yeah, I agree with that. And Elon himself did because if Elon these, himself is these wrong. companies in Silicon Valley and in, and in the industry basically respect this guy as, yeah. you know, the Tony Starks, right? The, the alien that he is. The forefronter of things. So if the yeah. forefronter didn't play this soft. And he's the richest man in the world. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, these, these rich guys are about their egos. They definitely want to top <laughs> each other. <laughs> so imagine that forward thinking yeah. guy. He didn't just say, hey, I'm going to test this out. Let me put a mil. Let me put 10 mil. Yeah. He came out and said, you know what? 1.5. Here we go. Yeah, uh, I think that's an endorsement. I think you're right, yeah. but it's just a, it's a it, it's a bigger endorsement for me to be able to use this platform to be able to tell normal people that you know we talk about side hustles, we talk about extra income, we talk about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is an easy strategy of just buying this and holding <laughs> onto it. Like this doesn't even it's, require a skill. This is the easiest money I've ever made in my life. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. And, and and I don't personally do it for money, but damn, it feels good, right? Because bro, I'm on vacation checking my phone, bro. And it's, Bitcoin's it's going topping records. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie, I've woken up it's a few like, times and I've looked at my wife and I was like, yo, just, for, just for sleeping. <laughs> just lit. for sleeping, we made a few extra grand. <laughs> just, it's crazy, bro. Yeah, guys, this is, I mean, we have nothing to sell you, but and not even the information. We're providing you this information, but it, it's a no-brainer to be able to hold this. And if you need any proof, if you don't understand the technology, if you don't even care what we have to say, the network is all. Like, you you just have to see how much money is going in. You you don't know more than Elon Musk. We don't know more than that. We don't know more I, than I got, Michael I got, I got friends still saying, I prefer gold. Oh, that's painful. And I'm like, look at the chart. I prefer I, I prefer like, A-Track, is what at, they're saying. Look at the chart. Yeah, analog. You don't prefer... 10x what you're getting. Would you compare this? Like, you come from a music background. Would you compare what? this to the guys that are like, nah, I'm going analog? To the dudes that are like, nah, I'm rocking digital. Is, is that the same thing? Mm, I think it's worse. Yeah. Because analog is still dope. In music, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like there are there are software because because I used to produce music. That's what I mean. There are yeah. software plugins that are basically themed around the analog, like compressor and preamps and those things. Right. Trying to sound um, like it. Yes, yeah, so you can have digital. Yeah. Vintage sound but that's the digital guy's argument right it's like oh, i could just replicate it they do both anyone who records is they have both yeah they have everything yeah they yeah. have a, a whole bundle of software and then yeah. they have physical racks of you know a few different preamps a few different mics yeah um because you got to be on it when you're recording different <laughs> but in bitcoin vocals. we don't want both yeah no in bitcoin <laughs> we're not going like, back to gold bars no 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're so. going digital yeah, no, it's a super big week. Uh, it, it's super fun. Let's go to the, back to the conversation. Yeah. The, what was the conversation we were about to drop? I just forgot what it was. Price action? or No, not the price action. The uh, Oh, the investing the Bitcoin versus, yes. versus, versus holding it. So you, you, we were talking about coming up 8,000. Yeah. And then you brought up the point that if you were investing it. Yeah. I'm a hodler. So oh, what, oh like a trader. That? Trader, yeah. Gotcha. Go yeah, Hit so, the people. What do you think about that? Yeah, as a trader, you can, you can, you can sell the tops and you can rebuy wherever yeah. right we we peaked out at 48 we're down to 45 you could have sold at the top yeah and rebought right now and you'd have three thousand dollars extra still towards bitcoin um the problem is you can get smoked um yeah and and you can think 48's the top and then you wake up and bitcoin's at 5300 yeah you lost so if you don't set a stop loss yeah right uh we've been trading dodge so yeah um you know i've been tweeting about it like stacking Trading for stats, yeah, or, or or scalping for stats, but for stats, yeah, scalping for stats, and yep. it's just like, all right, Dodge went from two to eight cents, made some money. Dodge went from four to seven cents, made some money. Yeah, um, but when I'm entering trades, I'm setting a stop limit in uh, Binance. Yeah, and so I'm entering a trade at zero two five. Yeah, and if we get down at zero two three, mine yeah. will auto sell. So I can go to sleep, yeah. and then I woke up, you know, to Dodge at like four point five or whatever. Yeah, so that's one way where you can trade, but make sure you're, you know, not gambling with all your money yeah um there's this you know risk management and just like an approach to it that you should have like you Definitely. like one dude went and i shared it he he went all in on the amc options right he had like a 30 like a forty thousand dollar options account he spent like 30 grand on amc call options bad idea and then that week we got screwed yeah and his next pick is a picket of him in the hospital <laughs> and he's like, yo, my health's kind of wild right now. I'm still holding. Oh, boy. Bro, risk management. Like, 
you you can't go 80%, 90% on trades. Yeah. Because one bad move and you're smoked. That's and why now you've blown your account. That's why it's dangerous, though. And I, I do agree with you because I've kind of been doing it on a smaller side. I, so yeah. what I've been doing is I set a cap manually. I don't have, like, an app that does it. Yeah. We, we could tell the people what you use. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've kind of been manually scraping Ethereum off the top. And I know that I know that you know Ethereum seems to be going on a higher rate, and I should be yeah, holding yeah. on to it and all that stuff. Yeah. But I don't think so. I have a yeah. higher belief in Bitcoin than I do in Ethereum. And since Ethereum is booming out, I just basically set a cap and I just keep scraping it off and buying sats with it. Take profits, my man. Yeah, yeah. take profits. When I tell people take profits, that's what I mean. Like well, you, you take whatever excess profit you have and trade up to Bitcoin. Yeah, definitely, and different oh. avenues for sure. Yeah, but I started doing that because I've been hearing a lot lately more that there's going to be smart contracts built on Bitcoin. So those developers are already working on that. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that there's only room enough for one you know person to do it. Yeah. Ethereum must still do its thing, but that puts a hole in the whole argument that they're the only ones that can do smart contracts. Is it a Windows Apple thing? What? Like a preference thing? This, just, this conversation. Like, will you have the same kind of contracts on Bitcoin as you at Ethereum? And it's like, is it is it an Android app or is it an Apple app? Or is it going to be like, I don't know. Apple only does healthcare yeah. and Ethereum on Windows does yeah. not healthcare, but they do finance and you know, yeah. other things. Yeah, I, I just think when we go back to network effect, then, yeah. you, you, you know, Ethereum has a big uphill to climb. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and once again, I didn't. if I was really hard on this information that I would have sell all my Ethereum and I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's enough for me to be like, okay, Bitcoin is still evolving. Yeah. So it's like I'm scraping off the one that's you know has a, a big mm-hmm. moonshot to to go to yeah. for the one that's about to moonshot. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. I do a little bit of that trading philosophy as well. But I, yeah. I I am interested in how you do that. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I've just been setting stop losses, man. Yeah, um, what, what, what app are you use? Stop for limits. That? I use. I'm in Binance. Uh, Binance, Binance US. <sighs> you can get the regular Binance. Yeah. Um, but you have to use a VPN because they don't allow you to use it in America. So what that means is basically you get a VPN. Well, you should have one anyways to make your moves on the internet kind of silence. Yeah. Right. Better than um, that, get a tour browser, but go ahead. I get both. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Lock it down. What, what is that, Turo? Well, the, the thing is, is that VPN is charging, and from what I hear, they don't really do gotcha. what they claim to do. Gotcha. But yes, they will change your location. So you yeah, can, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean with the Binance thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I just basically switch it to the UK. I got to check and that out. And then I'm able man. to use regular Binance. And it has more coins. Yeah. Um. So Binance US probably has like 30, 40 maybe. Yeah, Binance so, has like hundreds. Their login process, I mean, it's security. I'm cool with that. But yeah. they, they seem to always give me a hard time. Yeah. Like, I'm like putting the password that it's on my browser, on the app, on the phone. Yeah. And they're still telling me it's the wrong one. That's now weird. that's all good because usually you would just say, hey, well, send me the, you know, reset password. Mm. I'm not getting the emails. That's so I, strange. I don't know if they're getting slammed. I, I don't know what that situation I th- is. I think they've had a lot of new accounts recently. But I would, uh, yeah. I'd email support or something. Yeah, I'm not really chasing it that much. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought a little bit about the dodge thing because of that, yeah. because it's an easy, easy come up if yep. you think about it, and we could flip it. But yeah, I guess I didn't care about it enough to go through the headache of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of customer service. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there other any other apps that do it? Um, basically, if you can't tell, I'm turned off by Binance. Yeah, <laughs> Binance, Binance US. Yeah. Uh, there is what else? There's Gemini. Yeah. There's a few other exchanges. Cool. Gotcha. Um, I think Bybit, and there's a few up. There's a handful. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Dodge is becoming more available. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised Coinbase hasn't added it. Yeah, Coinbase yeah. Pro probably has it. Maybe I have the regular Coinbase having. Yeah, they, yeah. If you switch to Pro, they probably have it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I need to get better at the investing in the graphs and all that stuff because yeah. it's it's getting kind of weird. Um, yeah, it's it's gift and a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. I, I they just shouldn't make it a headache for me to get to my account. Yeah, like, that's weird. Jesus, that's like a bank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, get out the way. 
Yeah. So where do you lie in your middle in your philosophy? Because I'm like 100 percent and I know you shouldn't be 100 percent on either side because that's where you get into trouble. Yeah. What, what do you like? I'm 100 percent not getting rid of this stuff. You seem to be comfortable with getting rid of some of that, uh, some of Bitcoin, some of whatever. Is that, is, is getting that your rid strategy? Of it? What do you mean? Like you're, you're OK with trading it? Mm, uh, no. I'll trade in Bitcoin, but not. You won't in, trade. Uh, I'll trade it. like I'll have a side account. Okay. With some money in it. Yeah. Uh, but it has nothing to do with my buy and hold. Okay. Or, or okay. my dollar cost average. That's just trading money. Yeah. Okay. Because so, I try to think about it as like if I get um like I've been trying to keep this the 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 BlockFi account the savings account whatever mm-hmm. I've been trying to keep that thing as like I have those Bitcoin there to be able to trade not trade but cash out if yeah. you want to think about it but my stash stash stash. Cold. It's not getting it's not getting sold out or whatever. So yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a different pot. Yeah. I mean, and you know, everybody go at their own will, be yeah. at your own pace, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I've been thinking about doing that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just start with like a hundred bucks. Yeah. There are so many cryptos that are like like ADA is like eighty cents right now. It's about to hit a dollar. And like you could just get into that. So many coins. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> like hundreds and thousands. This one's it's it's called like Cardano. Um there's that one I've heard, yeah, okay. yeah, a lot of it's so that's what it is. ADA. Okay. I didn't, um, that's the the call sign or whatever it is. I think so. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. There's a there's just a, a lot of tech like going on around it. So it's yeah. uh it's on the come up. And I mean, if you get in now at eighty cents and you hold that for a month or two, you probably have twenty cents more. And then you could just buy more sets. And then you can just convert your gains to sets. Buy sets. You know uh, what I mean? Sets. Stack sets. Yeah. Like simple. That, that same dude, Preston Fritz, uh, he he talks about how you know these four percent interest rates that we're getting on certain places. BlockFi yeah. is not the only one that does it. We yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, BlockFi a, a lot, but yeah, Coinbase um, does staking. Same idea. Okay, so 4% and all that and the 8%, he sees this as it becomes harder and harder to find these interest rates going higher and higher and higher. Yeah. So he's basically saying like, look, think about it. As it's going to become harder to find Bitcoin, you're going to have to convince people to want to trade their Bitcoin or leave them on here to lend. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you're not going to be able to tempt them with 4%. Yeah, he argues that that's already bad. Like he's like four percent is not enough for the risk. A lot of people share that. I've been seeing on my timeline. Yeah. And every time I see it, it makes me think like, all right, yeah, I should. Yeah. Again, we've been talking about moving to cold. Yeah, for sure. So the four percent. But you know, if you if you also listen to his messages, is that don't worry. He's he's thinking by the end of the year. He's like by the end of the year, these companies are gonna have to pony up because people are gonna start taking off their exchange. Yeah. And they need to be enticed, right? That's how we work. Absolutely. So someone had posted. They were like, "Oh, you've you've let someone lend on your asset that goes up two hundred percent a year." When you hear it like that, because you wanted two hundred and six percent. Because it's such a fast growing asset on its own. You don't you don't need the extra. It's yeah. just it's just this cool idea. Um, yeah. Is it worth the risk of losing it all? Yeah. And like we've talked about that. Um, so again, like if you're using BlockFi or anything like it, yeah, consider not having all of your stash there in I case anything were to ever go wrong. Yeah, risk management. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying. Everybody's like, different. Where are you comfortable? Yeah, yeah. Jason Williams made a million dollars in BlockFi interest. Yeah. How many uh, how many coins is he worth? Yeah. Total. Never has and, to work a day in his life. And how much does he have in BlockFi? Yeah. Does he have 90%? What do you think? I, I don't know. Uh, no, see, I, I, and, and I don't know nothing about it. To have so a million in interest, bro? No, I feel that's you. A, but, that's a lot of Bitcoin. And, and you know, shout out to Jason. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I don't know anything. But the way it seems to me is that's an affiliation with BlockFi in the background. Yeah, he's probably like a silent partner. Right. Or a marketing person. Right. Not, not to say he doesn't have that, yeah. but it's easy when you got the company kind of... Yeah, no, I think I think he has it for sure. Sure. Yeah. And I think he's he was just an early customer. Yeah. And I think he he's down with the people who are in the company. Yeah, but him as an example is incredible for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, so, I mean, like, how much does he have in cold? You, I, 20, I, hope, I hope a lot. 25%? Yeah. Or would, what would you have if you had that much? 
I, I would keep 10 on an exchange if I had that much, 100%. which 10 of what he's making is you, you never have to work he's again. He's a billionaire. Right. Absolutely. But yeah, 90% at, that point, at my philosophy, the 90% is in cold storage. And yeah. it's not so much for the US dollar flip or for the value is the ultimate safety net for if all this goes down. For sure. It's not going to matter. So yeah. people, we, we talk about numbers all the time and it does mm -hmm. feel good when your account keeps going up. But what is that U.S. dollar worth if it all goes down to crumbles, right? Mm -hmm. So that's my safety net. Or like uh, Jan was explaining to us, if you have to flee for whatever reason, or if you have to, this is where 90%, yeah. you know, is going to be a good number to have instead of 50-50 or something like that. Because mm -hmm. if you have to flee, that's extreme, I know. But if you have to flee, you, you, you don't, you don't want to have 50 on Black Friday. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it's taking a lot of money to even get the, uh, you know, it, take, it takes a lot of time to even get, a regular transaction out of you know these services so mm -hmm. i feel like we trash on black Friday. i don't want to be that guy no we, i think we're just carefully explaining how it works yeah and yeah. like it's not like coinbase it's not like binance it's not an auto yeah deposit or auto withdrawal right you know it's yeah. it's like a you're dealing with like a bank it's a great service but you're dealing yeah, with a bank basically and the philosophy is kind of tainted especially since it grows so fast on its own yeah. like it's not even like oh i need that booster yeah like so th that's a little bit off to yeah. me but um Right. No, I, it still feels good to look at your account, man. It does. I, I'm, I feel safe. Like they just they they announced a partnership with Fidelity Investments. Yeah, who's told me that the the Fidelity 401k guy that I got told me that they don't exist. I was like, Dude. crazy. <laughs> like crazy. I reached out and he was like, no, sir. Yeah. I what we what we did is that we help people learn about crypto. I'm yeah. like, my man, people are investing with Fidelity digital assets. I'd be so pissed off if I had a 401k that I was trying to roll. I was pissed off. I'd yeah. be like, again, you're getting in the way of my investing. Like, that's frustrating. It is. I mean, to me, that's still like keeping the foot in the fiat and the, and the, yeah, and the yeah. SMP game, right? So, no, it, it, it's cool if you yeah. have one. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're trying to roll that to Bitcoin and the employee is like, no, we don't have that. Like, yeah, dude, give me your manager, man. You're doing a shitty job. Like, yeah. uh, my again, my boy Joey signed up and like he, he waited like two months for them to get it rolling and he missed out on a lot of price action. Yeah, that's insane. So. None of these servers. I mean, I'm here complaining about, you know, simple five-day waits, but yeah. two months to, you know, we, we went in December 19 mm -hmm. and a month later, 48. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, he, he would have missed that whole jump waiting for Fidelity if he wasn't on it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I've had a lot of fun listening to people uh, in the clubhouse. Um, yeah. I can't wait till you get on the clubhouse. Yeah. I think it's a really cool tool. Twitter um, and Facebook are coming for clubhouse. Facebook. Yeah. And it's dead, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. No, the Facebook's not dead. The clubhouse is going to die if Facebook yeah. does it, just because yeah. you're there. Yeah. And the clubhouse aspect that kind of sucks is uh, you need the phone number right, mm. to invite the person. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure Facebook is just going to say, hey, that, is that invite your friend? Invite your friend. Yep. Yeah, you're good. See. So it, it's going to crush it. But yeah. right now, it's really dope. Yo, Elon's going on tonight, I think, with Kanye. <laughs> I don't know if it's tonight, but I don't know how I feel about these guys' network effect, though. Like, I enjoy it because obviously they bring attention. It, you know, it, it makes more people buy Bitcoin. It makes you know everybody who owns it more valuable. Yeah. But I don't know if I like these guys. Like, it kind of seems like they're playing with the average person. What you mean? How do you feel about that? Like Elon and and Kanye, yeah, or or well, the not Bitcoin? Kanye because he hasn't done anything that I've known in crypto since. Yeah. But like, yeah, like that troll effect of being able to basically. Maybe not so much Manipulate you and markets. I. Yeah, like maybe basically say something and have a horde of people just buy something that they could regret. Is, oh, absolutely. Is what I mean. You know how many people got smoked with Dogecoin? I'm sure a ton of people did. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, but you, you got to manage that risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you can't go 
all the way in on Dogecoin. Yeah. Because Elon tweeted about it and Mark Cuban tweeted about it. Yeah. And probably Soldier Boy tweeted about it. Like, so many people are. But, and, and then you see it in the news and you take, you know, the 10 grand you have to your name and yeah. then you lose it all and you, you can't blame them. No, no. That's yeah. your bad. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say blame them. I just don't know how I feel about like people hyping it up. No, it's the internet, nah, man. I, I don't know. I like it, it's hard to say I wouldn't do it if I'm in that position, but to Dude, think to e think that Elon and Tesla got in, remember, because this is an asset that we want to buy as mm -hmm. everyday people, right? So to think that Elon and 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 Tesla got in at, you know, 35 or 34 because they stayed quiet, but then mm -hmm. the average person now, because of that announcement, had to pay mm -hmm. 40, 42. Like I, I think I, I know it's a game. I'm not yeah. blaming anybody, but that sits a little sour. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Fair. I'm not hating anybody. <laughs> I, I just have to call that out. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, For man. people that don't realize that look, it's happened. There's a lot look, of people that don't realize they're under that influence. Listen, if Elon wants to tweet a meme of himself. I love Elon. As Lion King holding up the Dogecoin <laughs> and he wants to pump Dogecoin and I can benefit off that. Yeah. And my friends can benefit off that. I see what you're saying. It's like a it's like a call sign. Bro, I'm with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Mark Cuban saying I'd I'd buy Dogecoin over scratch tickets. Yeah, uh, that's easy. Like I buy a lot of things over scratch tickets. Right. <laughs> yeah. You <go>. um, so <laughs> like, if, if they want to talk about that in whatever way, I yeah. mean, it's the same thing when Elon tweets about Tesla. I think one time he said Tesla is overvalued at at its current price, and the stock went down a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, again, trading. It's all a lot of it is news based. Yeah. So like, whatever these dudes want to say about Dodge, if I can benefit off it, great. Yeah. If uh. If he can pump up Dogecoin while simultaneously buying Bitcoin, yeah, that's a smart strategy. Yeah, I, right? I, I can see it where you see it as a and call then, sign. And then right? simultaneously, like if you haven't bought Bitcoin yet, yeah, then where have you been? For sure. You know what I mean? I still get the question, believe it or not. Tw 2017, the price was $20,000. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Even if you don't understand everything, you have to understand that this money being put in this. And then mm -hmm. you would, the natural question would be, why? Like, why is CNN talking about it? Why yeah. are all these places talking about mm -hmm. it? And that's what I try to tell the average person because I have the people that have told me, I don't need that. Like, oh, yeah. what is it? Of course you don't need it. Yeah, but to me, and it's like, why wouldn't you want to try that? Mm -hmm. uh, it's very strange. Very closed-minded. The Michael Saylor had said it in his Breed Love interview mm -hmm. where he was, same conversation. Yeah. It's like, okay, you don't want it. You don't need it. He's like, and as the Bitcoin saying goes, have fun staying poor. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it, it's yeah. almost rude. Yeah, but it's like again, we've gone from thirty eight hundred bucks yeah. to forty eight hundred bucks, forty eight thousand right. with memes <laughs> in a year with memes in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, like right. Does that not spark your interest? And if it doesn't, you probably won't invest in your life. True, true. I, I don't know. About, I, I don't think know. about other investments. Like, like do do those people have a four hundred one k? I don't know. I like never ask people that stuff. You're right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, mostly not because there are some people like my my grandparents. They didn't invest. Yeah, they just yeah. stacked money under their bed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I think that plays a factor. Even when I when I told it to my parents, they were a little bit hesitant in the beginning, but you yeah. know they they finally came around on the fact that yo you handle all that techie shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll we'll put money into it. So I'm like, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I will handle that for you and yeah. do that. Um, but I, I think if they needed to do the techie stuff, they probably mm. would be like, nah. Yeah, there's a barrier there. Yeah, it's not worth sure. it. And that's very hard. That yeah. barrier is big. Yeah. I told my dad about it, and his eyebrows were like, he was yeah. like, yo. Easy money. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. 
They, they, they understand it if you explain it to them, but I, I definitely know my parents did not want to handle the, any anything that had to do with like the app buying yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I, I sent I sent my mom a receipt of like from Cash App that mm -hmm. you know I always send her a receipt to let her know that I purchased your sets or yeah. whatever, uh, and I'm gonna put them away for you or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she she looked at that receipt like man. Yeah. Cool, man. Like, yeah, right. what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I told her to log it down. Like, hey, why don't you just for your own records, just log down every time you give me some money so you yeah. you could know how much you came up or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, whenever. And she, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, some people don't care. Yeah. It's just a bucket thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to talk to a lot of people and help them with that. The security is a big deal to me, as you know. Mm -hmm. um, today, like I was telling you when you got here, um, a little bit different, you know, Cold Card is the, is the company I used. CoinKite mm -hmm. is the mother or father company of that. So basically, they had a a, a, a problem with multi-sig wallets. Mm -hmm. And this is big because what was happening was is when you make a multi-sig wallet, you make two keys for the vault. Well, one of those keys were coming from somewhere completely different and mm -hmm. not yours. So you thought you were getting two keys, but what you were getting was your key and somebody else's key that has they access. Were, they were delivering that? They weren't delivering it, but I guess there was a vulnerability to where if anybody goes and sees maybe like your file or mm -hmm. anything, they can see publicly that key and then they can make the second SIG. Gotcha. I don't, this is paraphrasing. I, almost I was, almost like, uh, did you ever crack software? Uh, define that. I've like, done some. Did you have that, Windows? Like back in the day, yeah. you download Fruity Loops yeah. and you download the demo <laughs> oh, version sure. yeah. and then you download the application. That's a crack. You run the serial yeah. key. Right, you run the serial key. It creates a common password that you enter into Fruity Loops. Yeah, and then you get the full version of the program. Sort of, but remember that when these keys get made, like yeah. I think one, I could be wrong. I don't have a multi-sig wallet, so mm -hmm. that's something I should say here. But I think when you make that one key, the the other key gets generated from that one key. So gotcha. in the Fruity Loops example, there was just one password for everybody that they were sharing yeah, it yeah, off yeah, a torrent. Yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, I think that's what was happening, and. The, the, you know, there was a guy, uh, JW is what he went on in Clubhouse or whatever. I have his Twitter. We can add it after if anybody's interested. He basically came on and was like, hey, CoinKite was told about this problem in November. Mm -hmm. They didn't do anything about it till January. They didn't tell nobody. They didn't do, they didn't do anything about it to a firmware update in January. Yeah. And even when they did the release notes for that update, they didn't include it in there to let people know that it was a problem. Yeah. And in the, uh, in the security world, there's bounties. So if I solve or Ben solves a hack and sees something and I report it to the company with enough time for them to fix it, they're supposed to give you a bounty. Every mm -hmm. company has a different bounty, but that's a common thing. I've only seen that once or twice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. There were some big rewards. Well, Google does it uh, religiously. Like yeah. they, they allow it. It's like an open door thing. Anytime yeah. you guys find one. And I think Apple does the same thing. Um, gotcha. And the bounties are really high, like 500K, something like that. It's, it's not cheap stuff. Awesome. But remember, these are state-of-the-art companies. Right. So he was basically saying that when it comes to security practices, the company CoinKite, mm. Cocard, who says that they're the best in the industry, basically have shitty security practices. Yeah. Now, I like to inform people about their security, so this was a big deal to me because the owner of CoinKite got on the same clubhouse and started, I would say debating, but they were arguing like, you know, like two little mm -hmm. kids um, about, you know, who was right and who was wrong. Yeah. Um, what I have to say is, is that to anybody that's listening that has gotten as far as setting up cold storage, this only affects you if you have a multi-sig wallet setup. If you don't have a multi-sig wallet setup, you should be all set. If you have a cold card, in install the latest firmware update and you'll be able to continue about business. But the reason I wanted to bring this up is because things evolve fast. Mm -hmm. New problems come up all the time. This is software. Mm -hmm. So this won't be the last time that there's a vulnerability yeah. and you should always stay up to date on security practices and mm -hmm. best security practices. Because if you think about what me and Ben always talk about, 
eventually these accounts are going to have millions of dollars in them. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you stay up to date. Real soon. Real soon. You want to make sure that these things, you know, your security practices stay up to date. And if you don't want to deal with that, then, you know, trust and, you know, a third party with it. But that comes with its own problems. I'll try to keep you guys up to date mm-hmm. as we go on about security stuff. But I figure I'd bring that up. Um, even the best, you know, what I think is the best company with the best practices, from what I heard in this conversation, kind of came off as not having those great practices. Now, I'm two for two on this because mm-hmm. I recommend the ledger. Like mm-hmm. what happened to their database. But it wasn't, it was just their general data. It was just their customer yeah. name, yeah. email, yeah. address. But that's big. It was address. Because the thing is, is now is now you get those, uh, I think they call them like the wrench attacks or whatever, where somebody knows where you live and is basically like, hey, I'll show up. I'll take your kids. I'll, you know, I'll come with lethal force mm-hmm. if you don't give me this much Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And they could not only know where I live, but actually send me the email because they have my email address as mm-hmm. well. Um, and and all, all the types of problems. But overall that, you can't call yourself a security company and, and get, get breached by easy security tactics because the database yeah. is probably the easiest. You, you're dealing with blockchain transactions. Yeah. How does your database get beat? So, I, and then CoinCut. Hey, I'll, I'll take the database leak over the exchange. A thousand percent. Getting beat. See, but this is the thing. But it was, still, either or. It was, I, don't, I don't want it. It was because of how well Bitcoin is built that you can say that. Yeah. If they had control of the whole thing, mm-hmm. as easy as they got their emails breached, those yeah. transactions could get breached too. Yeah. So the defense there was the blockchain and Bitcoin itself. You know what's the worst thing about it is like, even at my last job, we would get an email mm-hmm. and like, you know, you hear of people's servers getting seized. Yeah. Uh, their files getting encrypted and, and then the flyer says, you know, send me a hundred grand in Bitcoin. Yep. Um, and all that sometimes starts by the wrong person opening a spam email, clicking a link, malware getting installed. Right. And seizing the server immediately. Right. That's exactly well. That what? dude that was going against the coin kite dude. Yeah. His big thing is he, he. I think I don't even want to plug him. I forgot what it was called, but it was like Yeti security. Anyways, he was basically saying that his argument is is that all hardware wallets are flawed because these things can happen. Mm. So what he was basically saying is is go to Walmart and get a hundred and fifty dollar laptop that's going to be just for this. Yeah. Right. And then he has. I guess he was trying to plug himself there. He has videos. His company does that show you how to set up like a computer computer from scratch and not use a hardware wallet. And use Bitcoin Core, which is the security that Bitcoin itself built from the very beginning. And it's just on your drive. Yeah, I guess so. And he see, but he was talking about like burning your private key on like CD disk and all that stuff. And to me, I'm like, you know, with the with the cold card. That's and, not a bad idea. Yeah, but to me, it's like with the cold card. This is paranoia. My my device has never touched. Like my private keys were made on a device that has never touched. The internet. Right. So if I got private keys and I'm putting them through a software that then is going to burn it back to malware, mm-hmm. back that is going to burn it onto a disk drive, an optical drive. If you listen to any security guy, they'll tell you the first thing is it's always expect that you have malware. Mm-hmm. Like it's the easiest thing for anybody to catch, opening up an email, going to a website, grandma sends you a photo of your kids, you want to check it out, Boom. you got malware. So to me, it's like, I, I get the starting fresh from like a hundred fifty dollar laptop, but now you're just going through a lot of stages to get those private keys sealed. Yeah. When with the cold card, I I've never I know they're protected because they've never been connected to anything that can broadcast. Yeah. And that's where I and they were fighting like mm-hmm. kids. That's where I got lost in the mix. Yeah. I was like, well, that's strange. You, you both got a point. Yeah. But stop acting like little girls. Yeah, and explain publicly, it publicly, like. And Jimmy Song, Jimmy Song is a Bitcoin developer, like one of the OGs or whatever. He was like the moderator. Mm-hmm. And he had to keep telling grown ass dudes, hey, shut up. 
Shut up, shut up, shut up. Mute your mic. Let, let him go. He should, I mean, moderators should be able to mute at this point. I think they can, but he was trying to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and <laughs> this was like, like high school brawl. Like, I was in the room with the JW guy. You were in the hallway. Check this out. I was in, this is the first time I've seen this in Clubhouse. I was in yeah. the room with the JW guy, right? A, a thousand people were in there. We were, I asked a few questions. He answered my questions. And then somebody came up to the audience and basically was like, yo, JW, homeboy over there said he'll come in here and debate with you. <laughs> He's in the other room talking. <laughs> and I was like, what? And, and then he was like, okay, I'm willing to debate with him or whatever. And then the dude wow. from Card came from another room. Entered wow. the room and they set like rules, like a match. Like, Jimmy Song, you're going to be the moderator and you're going to go first and you're going to go. And I'm like, is this like free promo or they both had really good points. That's kind of exciting, though. It is. It's dope. Like if I if there was something like that in regards to like finance, depending on who it was. Just finance rooms. Finance or even like in the like more of the investment side of Bitcoin. Like Jason there Williams is. in a room with Pomp and all these people. Yeah, I got I to gotta get plugged on. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's, so. there's those rooms. There's like the, uh, yeah, the investor, there's uh, yeah. the stonks rooms or whatever. They have those yeah. rooms. Um, yeah, they have a lot of diverse rooms. I mean, there's yeah. cannabis rooms. There's, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, really get cool. on there. But the Bitcoin rooms are, are really dope. And um, yeah, that, that's why, you know, I'm trying to jump on that platform and invite a few people and try to talk to whoever I can talk to, basically, and try yeah. to inform them of what we try to do every week. But it's because I feel that, you know, my ability to be able to soak this information up is important for the people that are not able to soak this information up. Yeah. And what I want them to do is front those billionaires. Right. Right. I want them to be able to change their lives as easy as yeah. just making one decision. Someone had, someone had said, if I told you to buy Bitcoin, I'm saying I love you. I like that. Yeah. I haven't heard you that know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've been telling all my friends this year. Yeah. I, I told my family kind of late. I should have told them earlier, but. Yeah. Um, Like I've been telling my friends all year. Yeah. Or going to last year. Yeah, yeah. And I, I used to trade it back in 2017, 2018. I found like, out about it because of you, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's like the people I love, they they know I'm on them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's an important thing, uh, especially now that it's popping and now that the network effect is taking over. And you can only just make more money by just making dude, this quick move. I didn't see 48K Bitcoin. Like if you asked me two months ago, yeah, I thought we'd see it like at the end of 2021. 20, yeah, I still remember the message you were telling me, yeah. Bro, I didn't think we would see it. What is this? We're in February? It was a like, month. Yeah, yeah. We went from 19 to 48 in a month. Max Kaiser saying 65 to 220 this year. Yeah, uh, Preston Fizz. Shout out to Preston Fizz. I, I hope yeah. I'm saying his last name right. He's he's projecting um, 80 by April, six figures by summer. Because once again, he's saying like people are Wait. not keeping account that this thing is running out. Yeah. They keep doing these traditional stock graphs Dude. and these... It's Dude. running out. It's about to go to the roof. Every day, whales are taking millions of dollars worth yeah. off exchanges. Yeah, and keeping them. Yeah. And they're keeping them. And what that means, guys, is that, yeah, they're gone for good. They're held. They're not in circulation anymore. They're in so, someone's safe. Yeah. So the price is going up because it's harder to find this gold, this rare asset. Yeah. I think when we see 100K, we're going to see a big shortage. I think exchanges are going to have to admit that they don't have any on hand. Yeah. And I think the price is going to get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, so you have to get in. You have to hedge. So when it hit 48, were you all over your phone? Were you opening your phone like every minute? I was, but, I, I was, but not to check it, to buy. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, and a lot of people ask me, especially in the clubhouse rooms yeah. that I've hosted, a lot of people keep asking me if it's too late, if it, yeah. you know, uh, do you wait for the dip? So I personally do not. Yeah. I personally, what I tell them is, is I look. Did Tesla wait for the dip? It, I mean, they caused the dip. 33? <laughs> they stay quiet to make a dip. Right. And then, but the thing that I try to tell people is, is that we're arguing, you're wasting your energy and time talking about something different because when this thing gets to six figures, whether you bought at 38 or you bought at 42, it's not, not going to matter. matter. I try to tell people that. Waiting for a dip, is, especially when it's volatile. Some people still, like, 
couple weeks ago, people were like, yeah, I'm going to wait till 20. Yeah. What if you never see 20? But yeah, I don't think we ever will. I think there's too many people in. And like you said, too many whales are holding this stuff. Yeah. And when these companies start, e- even if these companies flip it and use it as a way to sell you services yeah. or whatever, it's going to be in circulation and people are going to know to hold it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's why we're important because we're yeah. educating more people on this. But yeah. hold that gold. I hate comparing it to gold because gold is so, it's just the easiest way for people to understand it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't like talking about a gold because gold is yuck. Yeah. Like, like you said, I want to carry it around. And then when people hear gold, if they don't, if they're not open-minded, they're really going to think it's like gold. And yeah. they're going to be like, I don't want that. I never wanted it before. Why would I right. want it now? This is different. Yeah. I, I usually say digital gold, um, but there has to be a better explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just listen, uh, different analogies. I've heard yeah. a bunch of different stuff, but. What's the best one you've heard? Or how do you like to explain it? I, I, I keep using the gold analogy, but, it, it, you know, I like the Mona Lisa example, yeah. right? Like it's, anything that's rare, Michael Jordan rookie card, I like those mm-hmm. examples. Like it depends who I'm talking to. Yeah. Somebody who understands the Michael Jordan rookie card analogy, you know, probably won't be the same person that understands the Mona Lisa analogy. Right. So I try to switch it up. But the biggest thing is, is that, you know, we got a new one, holographic mm-hmm. Charizard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that with people who are my age. Yeah. So right. Bitcoin is the holographic Charizard. Go get it before There's they run out. There's 21 million holographic Pokemon cards. Yeah. And they're not available yet. And there's only 19 million in circulation right now. Go get yourself one of those. And the price only goes up. Yeah. So we're 52 minutes in. What do you think is until we until we talk to the people next week? What do you think is going to happen this week? Um, I think big companies are buying right now. Yep. Um, If you're Disney, what answer do you have for your board members? You got to buy. Who are saying you have 200 billion dollars on reserve? Buy five billion. Yeah. Tesla's already up 300 million dollars. That's insane. Yeah. Just from a move they made. He dropped a big move. They, yeah. they said they made, I think that like, I can't quote the tweet, but it's a really large amount of money that they made. I don't know. Maybe they said they're more profitable with their Bitcoin buy than they are with cars. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard and that. And it's just like, that's why Tesla's great. That's insane. And uh, that they're going to take payments. Uh, and they're ta- there are, you can order a Tesla right now with Bitcoin. They yeah. have the QR code, I think on the page. That's insane. Dude, and, and welcome they, to the future. They said in their paperwork that they don't have to liquidate it, basically. Like, so yeah. do you understand what's happening here, guys, right? They're going to take all our Bitcoin <laughs> if we're not careful by doing stuff like this, and they're going to hold it, and they're going to store that. And uh, like they said, unless they have any financial needs, they could hold all this Bitcoin that they're selling these Teslas for. They'll have a trillion dollars. That's a juggernaut. So they're basically yeah. mining Bitcoin in a non-traditional mining way. They're just selling the stuff that they already got. Mm-hmm. Solar panels. Mm-hmm. Cars, SpaceX, right? Like, where, yeah. where is it that we're going with this? SpaceX is going to buy. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, if it, they don't have to buy if they're accepting it as payment because they're yeah. getting it for not for free. They're trading yeah, their yeah, services yeah. for it. But you see what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. don't. They could just hoard it just by selling Teslas. That's insane. One of my favorite uh, wedding photographers, yep. Michael Anthony. Yeah, uh, he's like a friend of mine. He yep. uh, we're messaging and he's like, you know, how can I accept this as payment? Yeah, and that dude does plug him in, man. I know how. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna link him up. Um, yeah, I'm sure he got better connects than me. But if he hasn't figured it out, I don't yeah, know how. Because I, I, I'm gonna try to get the new book that I just finished. I'm gonna get it paid in sets. Sweet. Uh, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Baller. Yeah. No. Like, if you're a business owner, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Pay me in Bitcoin. Yep. I booked the Miami trip. I made sixty five bucks. Yep. You a week, two weeks later, it's worth twenty percent more. Absolutely. Got Imagine if you have half of your salary in that. It's yeah. just like auto converting. It's the best way to save, man. You know what I mean? It's incredible. We've never seen it. It's awesome. Yeah. Guys, I hope you guys got a lot of this episode. 
Please rate, share, and subscribe this so we can continue to have these conversations and continue to educate. Please reach out to us wherever you can find us on social media, and we'll be able to answer your questions on the spot. Or if you have questions that you want for the next show or any suggestions, you know where to find us. We're always around. Anything else for the people? Got enough. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Take care. Keep stacking them sets.